Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My talkers, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia, 3 o'clock on this Thursday afternoon, starting your ride home with a good little show here, and we've got Madonna tickets to give away at some point in time today. Madonna, Madonna. All right, so I got to tell you guys, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about Good Morning America 3 or GMA 3, as it were. What you need to know, which we haven't been able to find out what we need to know. We haven't. <laughs> but today was an important day to be watching because this happened. Grant's going to... Yep, yep, give me a second. All right, it, it happened. and I um, haven't even been uh, taping that show or paying any attention to it. I just know that the credits have continued to say GMA, what you need to know. With T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach, right. or Amy Robach and T.J. Holmes. And today, supposedly, those two are meeting with the um, mediators. Yeah, mediation is happening. Yes, yeah. today. All right. Okay, so this, I get a text right at noon, and this is happening. Uh, he is calling the time. Welcome back to GMA3. What you need to know, making the most of winter right there, that is Master Carver, Chris Swarbrick, doing his thing out there at an American treasure. The St. Paul, Minnesota Winter Carnival, that event going strong for now 137 years, by the way. We're going to talk to Carver Chris in just a little bit. Carver Chris. So Chris um, Sarbrick is, yeah. is from Minnesota, and he is a Master Carver. Oh, my gosh. And so the St. Paul Winter Carnival really kind of kicks off tonight. It's in it sure it's does. 137th year. It's the and light up the park tonight. I know. I'm going to give you more facts about this okay. in Wanda, but I just a couple cool things. So as they're showing the carver, Chris, he is um, carving the Hammernecks interior solutions oh my gosh. thrown out of ice, you which know? Which they do every year. Which yes. they do every year, and it was so cool. Aww. So just the detail. Were and they right in Mears Park? Is that where it is? That's where yeah. it is. Um, and so you can see that. Or Rice Park. Is it Rice Park? Or it's Mears? Rice Park. It's okay, Rice Park. Thank you. And then um, I've got all some fun facts about it, but it's the 10th anniversary of our friend, Ted Nadies, you know, who's mm-hmm. um, um, Hammernix Interior Solution um, owner. He's been King Boreas, and he is this year as well, and it's they're going to honor him. Yeah. So it's kind of a big deal, and I just, I thought, that's so cool. Hammernix is right there on GMA3. People will be able to wear their snow pants, their fur bombers, and have their little glove warmers on because it's <laughs> just in time. But the sun's going to be out, the so sun it's going to be out, beautiful. And it also means that, like... Uh, Mancini's and Apostle Supper Club and all those bars are just going to be hopping and popping for West the next Seven, two weeks. No kidding. And yeah. they've got sponsoring warming houses and everything yeah. along the way. So we'll get more into that right, cool. during Randoms. But I just thought, 
We've been talking about GMA and whoever thought yeah. the St. Paul Winter Carnival right. would be featured on GMA. And in the video, it says, uh, is it Hammer Nicks in the background? Yes, yeah. that's, that, that's that's their bench. That's their bench. That's, that's what I'm going to tell you. It's an ice throne. It's, it's an, an ice, ice throne. throne. Yeah, King Boreas. <laughs> I, just, I just thought that was so fun. And mm. also... Um, this, the guy who does the ice sculpturing, you know, there's so many different things for families and fun things mm-hmm. going on this weekend about it. I had something else to say, but I forgot about, mm-hmm. I forgot what it was in and out, in and out. It went in. Oh, the producer, one of the producers for GMA three is from Minnesota. Oh, there's the so connection. I asked so, my contact if yeah. she could have you heard Any anything gossip? about Amy and TJ and she just <laughs> sent a wink, wink back. Yeah. I just kind of like, apparently TJ Holmes's wife has, um, uh, hired a, a different attorney. Mm. She's got two different attorneys. Oh wow! Mm. Uh, working on her divorce, and she's an TJ. attorney. So she's, she's an attorney. She's got the attorney triangle, right? She does. <laughs> she's got uh, she's got all of her bases covered. And big congratulations to our friend Patrick Royce. Yeah, he's being honored with the Herb Carneal Lifetime Achievement Award tonight. Minnesota Twins. Wow. The Minnesota Twins. Yeah. So that's uh, real exciting. Uh, cool. I know Sue Sheree and um, Reavers were going. And I guess it. I guess it's kind of a fun, rowdy night. And, mm-hmm. you know, Patrick, he's hysterical. He has the most incredible stories. Oh. Always. And he can tell a story like no mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is amazing. Girls, what's going on today? <laughs> he's a one of our Monday favorites. Yeah, yes, he, he really, really, he really he's is. He's a treat. He's been a treat in this town, in this city for years. I know. Years and years. So, yeah. So, anyway, congratulations, yes. uh, Patrick. That is well-deserved, and I hope you get roasted yes. at, while you're getting your lifetime achievement. I feel like it's guys. There's going to be roasting. I mm-hmm. hope so. Yeah. Well, with Sushray and Reverse, of yeah. course, and Brookie will probably be there too. Uh, by the way, Julia, we did not get the memo that the voting for the My Talkies <laughs> ended today okay. at noon. So that means we have a, we have less shame. We have less time than anyone else. No one told shame. us that. I'm glad I voted shame. with my hairdresser's phone. Grant, I what? used her phone. Is her microphone still on? Yes, yeah. you are so into this. This is great. But I mean, no one did. No one. None of us knew that that it was ending like today, like Thursday at noon. Like of all random, why not Friday at noon? How long does the academy need to count? Wow, I don't know. But you're not getting any favors from them right now. That's for sure. I, I when, we, we, we don't. Right, when you brought this up and you're like bitching out loud in the double right at me, I'm like stop. And I then mean, you, they're so funny, though. Thank God I voted on my hairdresser's phone this morning. And Grant just burst out laughing. <laughs> oh, I did. I did. And I even voted, you know, for the Academy. And the Academy choice. sits right behind us in here. But I give the Academy say. kudos. You know, I'm voting for one of their categories. The movie star, you know, Austin hey. Butler. But anyway, Jane and I were laughing as I'm voting and I'm giving her, I'm like, are you okay with this? <laughs> so That's so funny on her phone. But that's all going to kick off next week then right. if the voting's closed so I'm i hope show. our you know we we're like light promoters of these types of things and we had one last day to promote because now it doesn't matter it's I, closed for business <laughs> well there you go we gotta just hope all of your plugging this week Did paid off yeah it's i mean paid off. I, I don't expect anything you know one way or the other i have no idea if 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 your it voice matters i love that you were so excited about that yeah so this is fun we're it's gonna be fun next week we'll see what happens we'll see if it's going to be fun and grant's <laughs> going to have to represent us monday. on monday as we're flying back from los angeles on 
What we love to do is take a 6 a.m. flight out of LAX. It's joyous, Grant. Oh, God. We've and then, done it so many times, and every time we curse ourselves as we go to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning. This one scares me a little because we don't have our own car. Mm. Who's going to drive us? Will Uber be up that early? That's the only thing I'm just thinking about. Yeah, right yeah, now. You'll just do it in advance. You can, okay. you can do it in advance. We can schedule. I'm yeah. just having a vision. Oh, Julia, I always have visions of us missing flights, <laughs> and somehow we never have. But we had the most epic, 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 epic drive-in fight one time. Oh. Remember? The one to Orange County mm-hmm. when we left at mm-hmm. like 5 in the morning mm-hmm. out of Orange County, which is not close to L.A. No, not at all. And we had to get dressed, Especially with get undressed out of our room. gowns in the parking, at, in the parking ramp. Mm-hmm. That was hysterical. Oh, my gosh. I know. We've had some funny things. But we're going. We're off to the AARP movie for Grown Up Awards. They don't know we're coming. That's right. Um, Good for you. (laughs) No, they don't know they're coming, but really. They don't know we're coming. That's the best part. You guys are crashing the AARP. Listen. (laughs) There's desperate times, my friend. But I'm telling you, it's it's a big darn deal. All of these. First of all, everyone over 50. There's so many people over 50. And they've got all these these great movie stars are going to be there and this awards and it's going to air it's on movie, pbs yes, yes. so it actually has seg doesn't even have seg awards are going to be on youtube this year mm-hmm. netflix youtube channel with no press room that's how little faith they have that anyone will watch the screen actor guild awards it makes me very sad because i just feel that 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 little dream is just slipping out of our grubby little hands although next week they will want to really promote it because netflix is going to air it as its own special Oh, there you go. Good luck. You know, yeah. good luck. No, I but, don't mean it in a mean way. No, when I know, you get I know. But they'll have a press room again. They won't. They, they, it sounds like very trimmed back because they, they you know, they lost their contact. Yeah. Yeah. With TBS and T, T, TNT and T. to air the show. Well, I'm very excited because you know who's going to be here. Mm-hmm. Your guy. Oh, Austin Butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Oh. Tom Hanks. Viola Davis. And who you can't, no one is, a, like Golden Globe, some people felt funny about, uh, pr- no one feels funny about AARP. We're all over, there's many of us over 50, and they, just by two days. They start, uh, they start letting you know at about 45, that is probably the most annoying thing that they do. I'm going to say, <laughs> the great thing that they do, though, is they are advocate, they advocate. 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 They're advocates for people 50 and older, and they do a great job. And I love this. So we're very excited. They try to figure out ways to help yourself save money. 100%. Mm. Who doesn't love that? Yeah. And to live better. I love it. All All right. right. We got to go, Julia. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for El Barito Mercado. And I sent Casey uh, to El Barito Mercado um, this morning because he's having a little football gathering on Sunday yes. or whatever day the playoffs are. And he was just like, what would be easy? And I'm like, go get some of the carnitas, you know, get some of the meat you can get guacamole, salsa, get the good chips and you can get some of the, you know, yummy desserts that oh, you like. So, oh, Trace Leche Cake. I love that. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. But they have the deli and the bakery grab and go. That's they have what he a, did. They have the bar and restaurant there that's so 
wonderful. They've got the marketplace. I love shopping there. We we do, and it's woman-owned. I mean, we also love that. Um, we absolutely love Burrito Mercado for all of your um, weekend parties and all that. And then if you're planning the big parties, like graduation parties and some summer events, get a hold of their catering and food truck department now because you're going to want to schedule those. AlburritoMercado.com for more information. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. So um, Howard Stern finally today gave us some clips from his interview. He sat down with uh, Pamela Anderson to talk to her about her documentary and her book called Pamela Love Story that both come out next Tuesday on Netflix, the documentary and a book called Pamela Love Story. And I have to say, I listened to a lot of this interview and she is... So sweet. There is a sweetness about her. And when she told him that it was a massive battle for her to even, the publishers kept saying, well, we can find you a writer. Right. A ghostwriter to help you. A ghostwriter. Yeah. And she's like, kept saying, well, I've kept journals. I've, I've journaled and written poems. I have, I had hundreds of them. Yep. And, but she told him that, um, she said, I gained 25 pounds writing the memoir and I called it my puffy suit of armor because of everything that I looked back on that happened to me. And so kind of eating over. Well, I suppose, you know, she I, says she didn't eat it any different. She says, I'm a vegan. I eat nuts and berries. I don't eat a lot, but my body was changing. Yeah. Like maybe anyway, I thought that was, that was kind of sweet. And then. Here she What's is. real? She she's always felt real. Very, yeah. Despite everything, and she's talking. Um, and this film has been in the making for several years, and she just really wants to set the record straight as she looks back at the age of fifty-five on her professional path, her personal journey. Howard uh, asked her early in the interview about um, the Playboy Mansion. You know how that all went. To me, but anyone I ever spoke to, and I've interviewed a lot of people who spend time at the Playboy Mansion, women who have posed in Playboy, it all kind of seems like the same M.O. When you get there off the bus, it's kind of like, well, we want to dye your hair blonde. We want to get you dressing a certain way. You know, my first day at the Playboy Mansion, I was in my acid-washed jeans, you know, and right. some rock T-shirt with my sneakers on with the little balls on the socks, you know, and they were like... You know, you can come to the Playboy Mansion closet and get dressed for the next time you come out. And I thought, well, what kind of clothes would be in the Playboy Mansion closet? Right. He didn't even <laughs> right? know. What innocent well, it little like Pamela. People wear clothes. It's almost like the Twilight Zone. They want to mold you into the same person in a way. David LaChapelle used to say going to the Playboy Mansion was like the Twilight Zone. Like he thought he saw a hundred of me from the back and then they would turn around and not be me. <laughs> right. It be, but it's true. Yeah. And then they move you in, right? I mean, like you get to get a room there and you live there and they feed I you and the whole thing. I wouldn't stay there. I wouldn't Why? stay there. I was nervous. I don't know. I mean, this is my spidey sense, my Mr. Magoo thing. I just always thought, even when I came here, the first thing they said was, well, you'll stay at the Playboy Mansion. I said, no, I'll stay at a hotel. Then I stayed at the hotel and they would call me and say, Pamela, we want you to come. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For fight night and I'd say, I'm not fighting anybody. They're like, oh no, we're just coming to watch like Mike Tyson fight on the big screen. But I thought they wanted me to jello wrestle or something. And they said, no, you don't have to mud wrestle. You're fine. I said, okay, good. Because I'm not. So I, I loved I loved that. And then um, they talked about, you know, Howard, of course, he does. I will say he he did like he always does. You know, everything is about sex, 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 sex. You know, that that's what he likes to do. But he did really. Um, I feel like he's trying to change that a little bit. Yeah, he is. But not on not on this interview, because um, maybe because of so much of what. Pamela is writing about is it is you know consensual sex times that she was you know assaulted molested she tells Howard about how she had a babysitter who started like molesting her when she was like four and then when she was six she felt the babysitter and it was a woman was maybe doing something to her brother and Pamela secure Pamela wished her dead and the next day she was killed in a car accident and then she's, you know, wow. like, had, then thinking, I have, did I do that? Wow. Do I have a superpowers? Yeah, just, just, Think of the guilt on that as a kid because you don't understand it. Well, yeah. Mm. And then, and then she, here she is uh, talking about, he brings up Pam and Tommy, you know, the, the TV series. Say about it in the documentary and in the book. You're, you're 100% right. It was great for Tommy, this tape. Because he's a rock star. He's the drummer in Motley Crue. For me, it really did undermine your career. It, it, did, it did sort of change the, the perception of who Pamela Anderson was. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it wasn't a, a positive thing. It, was, it definitely took its, took its toll on the relationship. It took its toll on um, my career. And people are still capitalizing off that. That was, was, was the shocking part. I remember seeing this Pam and Tommy thing on Hulu or some advertisement for it. And I thought, what the hell is this? No one called me. No one asked Nobody me. Nobody calls alive. you when no. stuff I said like that's doing done. it. No, no, nothing to do with me. I saw you say that in the Netflix uh, special that you won't look at it, and I don't blame you. I wouldn't look at no. it either. Did, did did you ever try to contact? Uh, I know Seth Rogen was one of the producers. He's a a, a very reasonable guy. Did you ever you say think so? Yeah, no, no, I never I, tried to reach out. No, I felt like I just felt kind of run over with that one. I think um, I don't think they really portrayed Tommy or I positively. I don't know. I mean, I only heard that it was a very shallow kind of representation of of us, but, you know, of that time. But I don't I know why back. they, I mean, I wish they would have called. <laughs> well, had they called, maybe you could have said, look, I'm not comfortable with this. Or maybe you could have even said, hey, well, maybe we can collaborate on my life story. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't think I probably would have been involved because especially about that subject matter I just why why bring it up again and you know bringing it up again but I just felt that's why you know Brandon's the one who produced the film the documentary he was like mom you just need to tell your story because I just want to make sure that you get to tell your story you know like write this book and and then the documentary I just said here 
I haven't killed anybody. Here's the keys to my archives and you can read my diaries, everything. I said, let's just let it all out. And she does. And she said her boys were really sweet. They feel like, you know, their mom and dad really did have a love story and they were loved children. And, um, you know, and but she just said we could we couldn't survive that sex tape. It was so devastating for me. And you can see that. Yeah. And uh, and then knowing all this other stuff that happened to her. So, yeah, I'm totally going to watch this show and uh, totally want to watch it. And I think the book would be good. Same. Yeah. Same. 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 So she also I guess one of the excerpts from her book is um, she. uh, told she said yeah Jack Nicholson you know I saw him once at the Playboy Mansion with two women and you know he was clearly having a threesome and um, I walked by the mirror to fix the, my lip gloss and then I saw them behind me and I know the bathrooms they're talking about there's bathrooms all around the grotto oh, remember when okay. I had my tour of the Playboy yes, Mansion yes you did so people could see each other in mirrors oh. while being apart Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's talk learning RX. You know, I was just listening to a commercial when I was driving in um, with Baird talking about why he even got interested in learning RX so many years ago when he heard about the program and his daughter had dyslexia and um, struggling. struggling. And And he knew he was, she was smart. Yeah. And knew we didn't have anything here like it. So brought the franchise to Minnesota to help his daughter out. And it's such a great story about her, you know, graduating college with a 3.98 GPA and, you know, learning our ex works. It's when your children are really struggling with reading organizational skills, remembering things, it's because just parts of their brain are under firing and learning our ex has the people and the tools and the proven success story about how to help people learn how to learn. Call them today to set up your one-hour assessment at 952-949-6900. Mention us and the assessment's 50% off. All right, everybody. Last night, uh, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion part one was on. The ladies all came dressed like creamsicles. They were in burnt like a french burnt, burnt, orange. Pe- burnt orange peanuts yeah. remember those things yeah. boston peanuts yes 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 but they're french burnt peanuts yeah. they were the pebbled ones oh i know what those are i love those yeah and lisa barlow was like in cream and um they were in new york city they filmed it so they didn't even do it in salt lake city they had the ladies pull ladies pull up in a sprinter van but um because so many things happened on that show in a sprinter van. Yeah. Yes, yes. Jen Shaw getting arrested and all of that. But the thing that I... We're going to get to the... Heather Gabe finally sharing the backstory behind her black eye. And it's so lame. It's so bad. It probably is true. But she's ridiculous. Um, I don't know how this is going to be a three-part reunion. They brought out two friends, three friends of the housewives on the very first part. Okay, first of all, talk. First of all, when the reunion is only four people, there are only four people left from when this show started because we lost Mary uh, last mm-hmm. year, and then Jen we've lost because she's going to prison. And Jen Shaw, while the reunion is going on, and Meredith pretended to call her, or maybe she did call her, but while the reunion is happening, Jen Shaw is asking her fans to subscribe to her website for the real story. And all they have to do is provide 
their email, which is the very thing she's, she's going selling, to prison for, selling exactly. those lists. <gasps> Who is doing that? Oh, my God. She's clueless. Yeah. Clueless. Clueless. But at the oh. same time, watching yeah. some of the re- with the playbacks, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, she w- she did bring it in many ways. She she made that show more interesting. Well, because everyone else just fights. I I she did a lot of fighting. Let I me did tell too. you. She did she a did lot it of fighting. In a different way. I don't like her, Lori. I'm just yeah. saying. For me as a viewer, at least she didn't do the exact same fight that Meredith and Lisa Barlow have been have having fun. for two years, and that Heather and Whitney are right. Having. Right. I'm I so, see what you're saying. It's so boring. At least her fights were so wackadoodle. You didn't know where they were coming from. And yeah. Then, and then she would be in her, you know, interview outfit, that tiny little hat. hat. She looked it, like a little monkey from the blow. You know. Pop in the box. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she would bring something different. Yeah, but the irony of her going to prison for using people's data to scam them and then telling people, I'll tell you the full story if you give me your data, is right. just like, whoa. Mind blowing. So Mind Heather blowing. Gay, the, the story be, so the story is that like maybe three or four episodes before the season ended, they were on a girl's trip to San Diego because they could only travel in country because Jen couldn't leave the country. So, <laughs> because they, she's waiting their, to be their trips this year were Arizona, you know, San Diego, San Diego and they're the, just going from Utah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, anyway, they had a epic night out where they all dressed up like Marilyn Monroe. They just so you know a cast is struggling when they have to have a costume party to be filmed on the show. That's a way of stretching out. Let's see what happens. It's a COVID. That night. It's a COVID show because yeah. during COVID they had a lot of costume parties. No, but this wasn't COVID. This no, was I understand filmed. that. But I mean, that's how desperate they were. Yeah, but this is now, you know, all of that. They're just doing it first. Then they go to a restaurant as their Maryland's. But it ends up being a very long day and night of drinking. And they have footage of some of the girls coming to wake somebody up at four in the morning, flashing, you know, just real. The kind of hijinks that you'll get from every housewife show, at least one trip. Right. The kind of behavior you do in college. Yeah, but the kind of thing that can happen on uh, on this type sure. of a thing because remember, people have been drinking all day. Oh, so Heather Gay wakes up the next morning with a black eye, like a black eye that like that's punched in the face black eye, mm-hmm. and she over the next four episodes variously claims to. She knows, but she's not going to tell. She doesn't know. She really doesn't know what happened. She tells different people different things. Acting coy. Well, I'll let people know when the time is right. And then it turns out, you know, her big story is that she was too embarrassed to tell anybody that she blacked out and she can't remember how she got the black eye. She also let people think possibly Jen might have given her the black eye. Right. It was... I can kind of, you know, she just should have owned it right away because yes, because yeah, guys, I was so messed up last last night, blacked out. I have no idea how I got this. Just say that, but I get the shame. No, no, she'd been working on a book. I swear, oh, the book that she might be she, getting sued on, Bad Mormon. Yeah, I swear, uh, this this whole thing has made her look so. Bad because she could have just shared that right yeah. away with everybody, 
And, and people can relate to that about people being embarrassed yes. about being blackout drunk while you're filming for a television show. I mean, show how embarrassing. Too. Yeah. So um, anyway, and Lisa Barlow, I don't agree with her on much, but when she chimed in, she's like, why you didn't? Why didn't you just tell us that caused so much damage in our friend group? Right. I, she was right about that. She was right about that. So and Andy Cohen said oh. because she didn't know and she told her the producer that. Bravo conducted an investigation. I know they did, which is horrible. Well, they had to make sure it was not somebody like... And so, obviously, they conducted an investigation. They didn't find anything. And what that means is they went through all the footage they have. Yeah. And they didn't find how she did it. This show is done. I kind of I think it's done. And then when they brought in the new people, the three new people, I have no... Interest in any none, none, none. And I just, I feel like that show started out with such a bang. It was so fun. It was so different. Get Mary Crosby back. I mean, it was so up. fun. Oh. I don't see this show because it's on a temporary pause like yeah. Beverly Hills. So we don't even know. That's three shows in a row Andy's had to put on temporary pause. New York, Beverly Hills, and now Salt Lake. Yeah. Salt Lake just ended with, I, I felt like none of these people like each other. There's no fun. It's not fun anymore. They, it's same hashing. I just get. I was bored. Yeah. And I thought if you, Meredith, talk one more time about how you've been disrespected yeah, by yeah, Lisa yeah. Barlow, and they go, they play so dirty. And you know, dirty. these two, these two were friends for I know. ten years. It's kind of hard to believe. Although Lisa's hot mic moment was bad. Was really bad in the sense that she just said the most vile things, and she. Felt like that wasn't the first time she'd said that about her. And I think that just kind of shook Meredith that she didn't know her friend at all. And she hasn't been able to get over it. And then just. But yeah, who knows when that show will come back? If it'll come back. I know they ruled out Houston, they ruled out San Francisco. They've been looking for another. I watched the real. Friends of West Hollywood last week. Uh, on, oh, um, yeah. How was that? Well, with was, Brad Goreski. And they led with Brad Goreski. He right. was the very first scene. He's the reason I'm watching it. Is it any good? Um, You know, I watched one episode. I liked seeing Brad. I loved him on the Rachel Zoe Report. I, I watched the Brad, yeah. his show Same. that he had. Yeah. You know, I like Gary Gennetti, his husband. I think he's funny. But Todrick Hall is kind of a tedious person. And... He, his very first um, little storyline is Brad comes over to visit Todrick at his house in West Hollywood. And Todrick goes, you know, on and on about how he's so misunderstood by the community he's trying oh. to represent. And he has like a bad reputation. I don't even know I'm who not, he is. He's a dancer. He's had beef with different people. He's been accused of not playing as dancers. What else? He is- was on Todrick you're talking about? He yeah. was on Celebrity Big Brother, Brother and he also had a little controversy on that about the way he treated some of his cast members yeah. and they were saying he was lying and he afterwards he came out in this whole like rant about everybody was mistreating him. But yeah, he's been in the news most recently for Celebrity Big Brother. That was last year, I believe. And he really made people dislike him. So he, they kind of had a thing. But I mean, I watched it and I was just like the real, you know, the real house, the real house friends. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called, but the real friends of West Hollywood, I think it was. Yeah, I think so. And it was like on VH1. And I've come up with a great idea, Grant. Julia, see if you like this idea. So I'm Telling Jane, Queen of the Buttery Blondes at Sloan Salon about <laughs> I've got ideas for TV shows. 
I've got ideas for movies. And she says, well, what's your TV show? And I said, have you ever heard of Young Gravy? And she says, no. I said, well, let's go to his Instagram and look at some of his pictures. He's from Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He Southern. would... If they wanted to reboot, if VH1 wants to reboot Rock of Love. Oh, my God. Cast Young Gravy. They can have 20 or something, 30, 40, and 50. Because he dated Addison. Remember, he brought her to the AMAs. He, they should reboot Rock of Love with Young Gravy. And having the age range of women, that would be epic. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be epic. It I would mean, work. It would work. It would work, Grant. I'm telling you. That would actually really be and a fun way to reboot people would that. get to know him. It's what his career needs. I, I, I so Ooh. wish I was consulting him or helping him because I would be pitching this idea or making whoever should be pitching it, Young Gravy, because he's very single and he likes women of all ages. Yes, he Particularly does. the older ones. Because mm-hmm. like in watching The Bachelor the other night, oh, poor Zach. Um, who Jason said that he's like, you put all the bachelors in a Vegemite, Vegemite. Um, mixer, mixer and yeah. it, Zach would come out. Um, but it, they do at least have an age range of women. They had like 23 to 36. Yeah. I, I was just kind of, at least I with 30 I, women, I mean, you know, whatever. But I, the idea of a rock of love with it and young gravy being that, you know, I like this. I like this idea very much. All right. So I, uh, if anyone from Hollywood's listening, go ahead. Take it. Take my dear so Young funny. Gravy. If your mom is listening. Why don't we get Young Gravy on the show? Who knows? I don't know how to do things on Instagram. I went through and liked a whole bunch of posts. He's already done the modeling shoots for some of the Rock of Loves. He likes to be photographed with two women kissing him. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And they're usually elderly or older in age. Yeah, older they age. Careful. Careful. Yeah. He, I, by the you way, mean I those watched old young people. Those older, beautiful, younger people. I watched a couple episodes of Milf Manor, by the way. Oh, oh tell I me. I have that on the DVD. Tell oh, it's, me. Is it good? It's, 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 I wouldn't say good. It's good. very interesting. It's got some great lines back and forth, and I love the idea Because all the women are, are oh, with their sons yeah. at this manor. It's really so cool. So the other women might be going out with these. I mean, I'd be so uncomfortable. It's very, very yeah. weird. But What's but, that on again, Grant? Uh, I think it's on AM. Oh, what was it? I, I, I don't know. I recorded it. It's just on my DVD. VR, but uh, Milk Manor, it's on... Is it on MTV or VH1? I saw headlines for no, it. I did. TLC. TLC. It's oh, a TLC it show. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Milk Manor. Mm-hmm. Milk Manor. I, we got to go. We'll be right back. Okay, so Furniture Manor has... I was telling you this yesterday. You have to go there. Um, they're two miles north of 694 on County Road in 81. Uh, 81 in Osseo. And I'm telling you, so the whole... The whole concept of Furniture Manor is luxury made affordable um, with fashion forward accessories, personalized design service, and just beautiful, beautiful furniture in good, better, and best pricing. But they're having a huge sale right now, which makes it better, better, and better pricing. Yeah, I like that. But, you know, they really have a great eye for beautiful furniture in, in not too expensive price ranges. And I'm just, I'm salivating over this um, extra wide corduroy couch that's back people but in a softer more Chanel way Mm. um, like a Chanel corduroy that's right in the entryway go and see it you'll die it is so gorgeous furniture manager you're gonna love it thank you so much so I mean the greatest thing I saw on the shows yesterday 
was, and I just happened to tape it just because I was like, Allison Williams is going to be on Drew Barrymore. I want to tape it. I adore her. I just really like her. Allison and of Williams. course, she is the baby mon- mother of Uhtred of Bettenberg. That's right. I had totally forgotten oh, about my- that. But I've been a fan of her since she was yes, on and Girls. And I mean, uh, anyway, and she stars in Megan. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to take this and see what Drew does. Well, um, Drew Barrymore comes out. She is dressed like Megan. The doll. Right down to the contact. The hair talking like Megan. No. Allison Williams didn't know whether to laugh or bolt running. Like, no one told me I was going to have to work this hard. It was so funny. She actually ran. Allison was like, what, can you run on all fours? And Drew Barrymore did. She's and then she lost a contact. It was it oh. was instantly iconic daytime TV. Okay? Oh, my. I'm it, looking at it right now. You're right. She's got it on point. Holy cow. On point. She did the oh. dance. It was... It was such a funny, creative way <laughs> to interview somebody. I you love know, that. I really, really liked it. And then, <laughs> and then um, last night was the premiere of Magic Mike's Last Dance, oh. a, a movie we are very excited about. Very, very excited. I saw the trailer. Anyway, the, the premiere was last night. Grant has posted this photo at my request very early this morning because I was like, okay. <laughs> Fishnet and dress are two words that do not belong together. And Selma Hayek is wearing a fishnet dress beach cover-up. It might be from Gucci. And then she's wearing a bathing suit or just a nice bra and a bikini bottom with it. And I saw it forward from the back. And I get it. She's 56. She's in this movie. She stepped in. To play Tandy Newton or Twandy Newton's uh, thing after mm-hmm. um, Channum and and Tandy got in a fight of about the Will Smith slap. Yep, and um, so she quit. Or and they, she also was having troubles in her marriage. But they quit. Uh, yeah, they, they, they they came to. They did. They did. It was a blow up fight, and they agreed. No one's char- You know, he agreed to let her go. Selma is the last minute fill in, and she's like this promoter who wants Mike to do this great show in London. And she's clearly too old for him. But yet we see sexual tension. So Selma shows up last night in a very lovely knit. It almost looks like one of those nice bags they made in the 70s that you would throw your fruit and vegetables in. Well, it totally is. It had appliques. It's a produce Yeah, right. It's so trashy. (laughs) I can't. And she, let's just revisit who her husband is. Uh, he owns Pino. Yeah, LVMH, Louis Vuitton, um, Hermes, Gucci. He, she has access to everything, and she showed up in the beach cover-up over her black bar and under a sheet. This says, I'm still relevant. Well, I, I think it just, I know, I think she's, I mean, here's the thing. I don't get she it. can't ever decide if she's a saloon girl um, that's what Holly said, or, you know, she's just going to be va-va-voom. But she, we've never seen her wear anything like this. She usually just shows off her gorgeous decolletage, mm-hmm. which is really like, that's what I would be doing, Grant Rice. 100%. But the Stick thing the is, then I saw this from the back, Julia. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, yeah, no, no. Well, no, it's not that it looks she's bad or anything. Body. Here's the oh, thing yeah. about wearing something like this. You are on... Wedgie 
Patrol oh, God, with yeah. every step you take. <laughs> okay. I have a mesh beach cover-up. I know you do. It's long sleeve with a hood, and I it it's it's a it can be a wedgie catcher maker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of. A okay, thing. I want to go back to yeah. this for a second Whoa. because so it's a black fishnet dress with mm-hmm. little flower appliques over be black so brown cute underwear in Saint Tropez or over Capri. bathing suit. Darling. It's amazing. But to a movie premiere, I don't think so. But <laughs> what I want to say about this because Grant, you brought it up earlier because it's kind of a black bathing suit cover-up a la Ed Hardy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so when in Mexico, I was just there on my honeymoon, yeah, FYI. You saw a lot of cover-ups. I saw a lot of cover-up, but one store in particular that was everywhere kept having kind of the updated Ed Hardy look, which is this. Yeah. The, the, which is the fishnet tops with the flower appliques, but it just reminds me of Ed Hardy for some I mean, reason. the embroidery on this is beautiful, well, and I'm course. wondering how, how much yeah, a fishnet dress from Gucci costs. I can't get over looking at her belly button and stuff, though. It's just not. <laughs> and then she's got her hair in the I Dream of Jeannie thing. I feel like this has, like, a, somebody talked her into this. And maybe Valentina, her daughter, was like, yes, mommy, you know. And realize we see no one else on the red carpet. I've been trying to find other red carpet photos. So we don't know if Channum Tatum is still. Channum is, was there. I see him, but yeah. we don't know if his date, who we think he's dating. Oh, no, she wasn't there. Zoe wasn't we there. We don't see anyone else. No, I know. This is a funny. Yes. Maybe there's a beach right off to the side. Yeah. No. Maybe there's a pool that we're missing out on, and they were just getting ready to dive right in. Anyway, I just know, I I, I don't know everything about fashion, but I do know that fishnet and dress don't, really shouldn't be paired together. People go look at it, it's posted on the Lori and Julia show. (laughs) It's just a, it's a very odd choice. There you go. But again, it's a a stripper movie, so Mm. she's showing it. To us, you know, maybe that's in theme. Yeah. yeah. You know, just right. Yeah. It could have been that. I, I know. So, anyway, I d- you know, I wanted to be the thought bubble inside Chanum's head as it. he saw what she was wearing. <laughs> okay. I have to tell you, you something. <laughs> so, remember how like last. Lava, boom. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't have much time, but last night in the Real Housewife of Salt Lake reunion, yeah. Heather, they alluded that she's in lawsuits. Yes. Which, um, it's because the the later Church of Latter Day Saints is Latter. Latter Day Saints is opposing bad Mormon that she's trying to trademark. Oh, jeez! Mm-hmm. Oh, she's trying to trademark. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck, Heather. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Mm-mm. is there a market? Are there a lot of bad Mormons waiting to wear their I, bad Mormons? I don't Mormon know. Like, but Kenneth says, can a reli- religion really be trademarked? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, all right. So that seems like a small market. I think yeah. <laughs> we've got Madonna tickets later in the show. Stay with us.